Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Never Never Land. An ideal or imaginary place. And if you, if you can hear it, it sounds like I'm in Never 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 Land right now. Birds chirping. So, I moved out to my button-shy workspace, which is my garage, um, because it's just been... I've been setting it up as like almost like a little studio where I can do some video and some audio work, but it's just been so cold and snowy here in the central northeast that I haven't been able to come out here. So I came out here, and of course the first day that I'm out here recording... I want to have the doors open and get some fresh air uh, because this is sort of my never, never land. I don't know if I'll keep the doors open all the time, but it's like that first day of spring where everybody's got their convertible tops down and the, their shorts on and you know I'm sort of embracing it for a moment. So it's thematic. There's some birds chirping and it's never, never land. So here's what I have, an ideal or imaginary place. A few things that I wrote was... One, the setting. The setting of the game could be this imaginary place, this Never Never Land, and that's in many games. Uh, you see something like that. The second... <laughs> these birds, is so funny. Uh, I'm sure I'm not going to do this every time, but it's just today. So the second is the goal. So I don't know how much we've looked at the word of the day being the goal of the game. But I like the idea of uh, Never Never Land being the goal. The victory condition. Um, you know, uh, I think of a game where you start in reality and slowly, slowly convert everything that you know to fantasy. And the game ends when you convert the last piece of reality uh, into fantasy and become pure fantasy. And sort of with that is that's where the game begins in a way. It's, it's interesting in that way that you can... Um, You've gotten all this way and you've accomplished your goal, but you don't want it to end. So I think there's something in that. There's, there's something in like a a, um, a legacy game where you've created your map and everything like that. And at the end of the game, you've got this relic that you can play on and you, you sort of don't want it to end. You've just, you haven't completely ended your journey. You're sort of midway through. You've, you've you know, you've created this really cool, unique thing. So to dig a little deeper into my thought of converting your pieces into fantasy, I thought of it, I sort of went from yesterday, which is two days in a row, as a sort of a complex solo puzzle experience where you unravel one little puzzle piece at a time and and kind of work towards this, this fictional reality, or fictional fantasy. So I thought a couple of your pieces could be your name, your species, your clothes, your location, your job, your possessions, things like that that are all set in reality. I start out as, you know, Jason Tagmeyer, a board game designer from New Jersey with uh, my species, I'm human, my clothes, I'm wearing jeans and a gray t-shirt, my location, I'm in my garage, and uh, my possessions right around me are a bunch of Star Wars toys. Uh, Speaking of fantasy... But as each of these is removed from reality, you gain opportunities and new struggles from the fantasy side. So let's say my location has changed from 
my garage into a moon base. Like a moon base in a, you know, on an alien planet. So it's not a moon base, it's a planet base. But let's say that. Uh, now I need to use my other skills that I have to uh, fight off invading aliens. Hear those, those trucks passing by? That's the invading aliens. Um, my other skills are all based in reality, though. Uh, and we didn't even say skills, but my job is a board game designer. So how can I use those skills? And those skills need to be, you know, codified to a degree. They need to be explained as to what, what those skills actually are. But I need to use those skills to fight off those aliens. And the way that this puzzle will unravel is, is if I can use those skills to do it, then... Um, I can I can work towards you know unlocking a second you know converting a second piece of me to to, to fantasy, but um, you know my skills as a board game designer is I'm able to you know look at probability. I'm just trying to think, and these would all be listed as as abilities on on a, on cards or tableaus or whatever. But eventually you have to give these up to to complete the game. So you need to figure out when, and the whole idea of when is I'm going to explore my location using my skills. I might explore, you know, a new job using my location. And the location would have a bunch of abilities based on it. So in my garage, like what do I gain out of my garage? Well, there's a lot of tools in here. So if I were to, instead of going to a new place, I'm going to explore a new job. And my job might be, you know, captain of a pirate ship. So I look at my tools in my garage and how they can assist me and help me. Um, I have a computer here that could help in a, in a big way. And whatever that computer does needs to work across all locations and all jobs and things like that. So unraveling this puzzle and surviving to the end would be the, 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 the way to survive and the way, way to, to win the game. But the game ends when you flip your last piece. So, you know, let's say that I save my name for last. My name is Jason. I'm going to switch it to, I don't know, Merlin, for example. So when I switch that, everything else has been done. I've won the game. Now, if I switch my name to Merlin early on, it changes other things in the way people react to me, for example. Or, you know, everything has to have the same amount of impact. A job needs to have the same amount of impact as a name. I don't know if these are right. Like a name is a sort of arbitrary. But the idea is that every single one will unravel in different ways and impact each other in different ways. Um, and it, it's, it's just an interesting puzzle building game. And I don't know, to me that sounds like it could be very, um, you know, immersive in the theme and it could be small. It could be just a small number of parts, which I really love, obviously. But so one thing I didn't get into here is that if you fail, like what happens if I go to this, this, let's say it's the alien moon base, planet base, and I, I just feel like I can't survive there with what I built on my side, you know, with my name, species, clothes, location, job, possessions. With, let's say I feel like I, I can't accomplish my goal with the moon and I feel like I can't survive or that's, you know, just not the fantasy that I needed. Uh, you can go back to reality. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of uh, setback where, you know, there's got to be a downside where either the moon base is now zapped from my potential fantasy so it's just no longer a thing or simply just a setback where your time away from reality 
makes reality even worse than it really was, which is sort of a downer. And um, but it's the effect. It's kind of like when you go like in a time travel film when you tra- travel past in time or travel back in time, uh, it changes the present day. But instead of this, it's a little deeper where reality just doesn't compare to fantasy once you've been there and coming back to reality you've got to adjust it's kind of like when you you have a lot of money and then once you're out of that money it's hard to settle back into normalcy so that's pretty much where i got with it so i want to hear what you have because we've had great great ideas lately our board game geek thread in the designer uh area has been uh i would say thriving we had five or six different concepts yesterday and I didn't expect much because it was a tough word, so it's been great, and we're up this weekend with uh, Emma Larkins is here, uh, the creator of the Game Design Daily uh, hashtag, and uh, you know she's our special guest for this weekend, so there's a lot of good stuff coming up. We're at PAX next week. I'm sure we're going to co- record some sort of designer roundtable and things like that, so happy to end on a, on a positive note another week with uh, Never Neverland, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Cool. Thank you.